Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast with me, your host, Chris Target. This podcast is for mortgage brokers and estate agents who are looking to grow their online presence through social media. I'll share tips, best practices, and useful tools that will help you save time and ultimately expand your business. Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast. Now, what I'm going to ask you to do, something a bit different at the beginning of this podcast, before I introduce my next guest, if you're able to and you're not driving, get onto TikTok and follow him before we speak. It's Anish Patel Mortgages. The guy's got over 18,000 likes and he knows what he's doing with social media content. So Anish took to TikTok to educate and he does that with every single video. So TikTok doesn't just have to be dancing. You can use it for an informative platform. And what he does is then uses those on the likes of Facebook and Instagram. And that's where he gets the majority of his leads. So when everyone thought TikTok was all about dancing, he went the other way and made TikTok content useful to people and he's winning with it now. Um, he does get leads through social media and TikTok is more of its informative content rather than a lead generation tool, but it's a great way for him to be seen. And to be honest, I took inspiration from his videos and I went down that informative content route rather than the, the dancing and, and the viral content. He's an incredible broker. Um, as well as being on TikTok, we were just speaking before the podcast about Santander pulling some yeah. of the weight. So he's going to have a busy night tonight. But for him, it's all about helping the clients. And he's always talking about how he can move on to the next appointment to help the next person. So Anish, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast, mate. Welcome. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you for the invitation. Glad to be here. I can see in his face, he's like, I need to go and submit these Santander. <laughs> but he's been good enough to stick to his word and say, right, I'm coming on at one o'clock and we're we're chatting about through social media and how you run your business. So I really appreciate your time. Thank you, mate. No problem, mate. Thank you. So I thought we'd first start off. You've given us a bit of a background of who you are, who you work for, and how you got to the point where you are now. So obviously, Anish Patel, mortgage broker, um, company called Anish Mortgages. My wife actually created that name, so all credit goes to her. But literally, I'm just your normal, everyday guy, basically, you know, family man, mortgage broker, play football once a week, go gym four times a week, sit here in my tracksuit, nicely comfortable at work, just like you, mate. I'm assuming you've got your shoes off right now, like myself. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like, I just like to be like that approachable mortgage broker, right? Like, in terms of, I like to be seen as what I would like to, like, who I would sort of. Do. like take a service from or deal with if that makes sense and for me personally mate i would go with someone who wears like a tracksuit or a hoodie over a person that wears a suit but that's just me right not everyone is there but yeah that's that's mainly me mate in a nutshell awesome and if you've ever watched any of nishi's content you'll see that the way he is now is exactly the same as that and you'll be exactly the same in your in your appointments as well there's just there's no falseness. There's no seam in between what you do and how you give these appointments. It seems like you're very genuine throughout. And I, I assume that's helped you throughout the business, hasn't it? Yeah, mate. Like the truth is the way, as you, you're hundred percent right. Well, the way I'm on video is the way I speak now. Yeah. It's the way I speak to my clients in the meetings. Like it's never like Mr. like, oh, mate and all this, you know, like everything's just very chilled. And I get so many people like who book in meetings, like via Instagram, Facebook, or wherever they come from. They're like, you sound exactly like the guy who I'm following on Insta or on TikTok. You know, it's not like I've done a fancy video where I've edited it and, you know, made myself look cool or anything. I'm literally like that guy that you've been following for ages. And 
it's working now. Like literally, I'm getting meetings and people have been following me for like a year, year and a half. And they're like, you're as funny. And I don't even think I'm funny. That's the funny thing. Like my wife, if you ask my wife, mate, she thinks I'm the most boring guy in the world because every time she comes in the living room, she's like, oh my God, not football again, you know? Um, but these people love it. And they're just like, they just love the transparency where everything is just the same. No matter what channel you watch me on, I wear the same clothes. I talk the same. I'm just the same. Yeah, you're consistent with with yourself, with your brand. And it's easy to be consistent when you're genuine. It's like, what do they yeah. say to you? I know this is extreme, but if you make a lie, you almost have to create 10 lies to cover up the one lie. And that's the same if you're fake on a video. You've got to be even more fake in your appointment to cover the fakeness that you've portrayed on social media. Yeah, yeah. But before we get into social media, I just wanted to get an insight. Have you been a broker through a, a corporate company before, a bigger company, or have you always been self-employed? Um, I've always, when I became a broker, I was always self-employed. So like in a nutshell, in a quick background, I was working at an IFA firm before. Okay. They were like doing full advice, pensions, investments, and things like that. I went there. Um, I was literally like the new business manager. So I had no idea what was going on. I didn't even know what a pension was at that point. You know, I left university, got a job there. And one of the advisors who was leaving just saw potential in me. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously I was really dedicated, like helping all the advisors earn money. And then he basically says to me, look, I want you to be my power planner. So I went with him when he moved companies. But I saw he was really good at mortgages and protection. And I was getting a good grasp of it because I was chasing all these cases. And then I was like, you know what? Like the truth is, I was like, I can see the money he's earning. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy's taking a chance for me. I'm going to give it everything with him. But I went on a self-employed basis with him. Yeah. So this was outside the IR35 days, basically, where I was basically contracting for him for like, I went, I was probably like with him for three years, right? Um, but what happened is I was five days a week and then eventually I was growing my business on the side. And when I was getting too many leads, not too many, but I could justify taking a day off to concentrate on my own business. I went down four days a week and then I went down three days a week. And then it got to a point where I was working three days a week for him and I was literally working every hour and day for my own clients as well because they expect the service right like the truth is my clients didn't know that I was three days a week for him and two days a week in Uh, their eyes I'm just a full-time broker you know I mean so I had to make sure I gave that perception so I was emailing god knows hours what time of the night and then it just got to a point like um, I've said this before like on my other podcast I was like I asked my wife I was like look I don't think I can do this anymore just getting like really tired she was like, just go self-employed. And we literally, we just got a mortgage, like just got our first home six months before that. And she goes, we look, if you're good enough, it'll work out simple as, and I was like. That's a lot of belief in you. I was, I, yeah, I was scared, but I did it. And now I've just never looked back, mate. So then they were at the A firm. Then I moved in. When I decided to go full-time self-employed, I thought I needed a break from that firm because the truth is all the advisors were established and they weren't really that hungry in that firm you weren't getting much like leads and things like that then i went to another firm and it was like a two-man firm it was actually one of my best mates firm <laughs> their da as well and then my business was at a sort of steady pace growing but not at the level i like it to grow right and then in 2000 i think it was in 2000 can't remember like a year and a half ago in july i saw the social media stuff so gary das's stuff started popping up listened to the podcast and i was like you know what this is Obviously, it's worked for him. Then I started spotting out other brokers because obviously in that DA world with no one there, I had no idea what was going on. Like, I didn't even know there was Facebook community groups. Yeah. I mean, about helping each other. Um, 
And then what I did was I just thought, you know what, I'm going to go all in on this social media. So I signed up to uh, Gary's Pro Academy for a bit. Yeah. And then I decided myself to take my business in another direction where I needed more focus one-on-one on content. Mm-hmm. And that's where me and Ash got together. We've been together about a year and a bit now, maybe longer than a year. Um, yeah. And then without him, mate, um, just wouldn't yeah. be possible. To I, I, mean, him. I mean, he's great. I've seen, I've speak to loads of people that he kept, I remember him doing the video, um, like the coaching and gave him the confidence to get in front of the camera and yeah. to, because I think a lot of people think when I'm going on video, what do I talk about? How do I present myself? And he gives you the confidence and tells you exactly how it should be done. Yeah, yeah. But then what's great is people like yourself then put your own personal spin on it. So it's not Ashball and speaking, it's Ash yeah, yeah. blueprint, but with your personality on it. And did you see a shift in maybe not business straight away, but the way that you were perceived as a, as a mortgage broker when you started doing videos? Yeah, so like when I started doing videos, right, the truth is I was doing them like everybody else because I didn't know any different, mm-hmm. right? So I was doing like, I had a nice thumbnail, I had a nice music and, you know, I was sitting there and I had someone like putting it all together for me. And then I was just like, to Ash, this is just getting tiring, right? And this was like just when I joined Ash, it wasn't like before we created the plan. And then he was just like, bin this all off, forget That's it. Crazy. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, what? And he was like, listen and we actually joke about this to this day is like just create shit content right and what i mean by shit content is like for me personally because like, what type of content do you like i was like i like quick snappy content right because if you if i see a video for example on youtube which is like four minutes long i won't even watch it i start scrolling at the bottom right and i just don't have the time to create like these edited videos with the business is growing at such a fast pace he was like upload them raw unedited and just release it and you'll be surprised at the reaction you're going to get and to miss at that point as well it fit within my brand ethos because my brand now is like online based i always want to take my brand online right but also i wanted to have the content come out the way I like it, the way I would buy into someone else's services. And I feel like my brand now is more of that your chilled, no-nonsense broker who you can just relax in front of and just chat with regarding what you want for a mortgage. And that's like a lot of my clients aren't nervous in my meetings because it took the truth is it's taken like over a year, right? So for right. people to actually really engage. Because at the start I did get leads. I did get leads, but now it's gone to another level where it's just like I can't pick up my landline phone ever anymore because if I get if I get caught then it's just like that's it you know like they want to speak to me so I have to actually not in a not saying like I'm too big for my boots it's just like I can't pick it up because if I get caught then I'm screwed and then I'm basically denying someone else yeah in that, in that hour so if you had an hour on a phone call you could either help one person on a phone call or been at the computer you could help 10 people yeah yeah rather use your time more wisely 100%. go back to the raw videos because that's that's big of ash you're you're coming to a video coach and saying how yeah. he's telling you how to do polish and everything like that for them him to say it takes bravery but it also takes a lot of um knowledge in that area to say it's not working for you and i think he maybe saw you didn't want to go down that disingenuine route did you you wanted to be genuine yeah so, mate 
the raw videos, it's a great way to do it because you're attracting the kind of people that you want to deal with. That's that's the, the benefit of it. So when you're shooting videos, when you're saying raw, you're just literally picking up your phone, selfieing it, and doing a video there and then, aren't you? Wherever I am, mate, even when I was in Tenerife, I'd do a quick video, poolside, doesn't matter where I am, I'll just do a video. Like this morning, I did it in my living room. Right. How do you get over the fear if you're out and about? Because what I love about your videos is you're not sat at a desk. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I've got a sign behind me. I'll try and do a video with the de- with this behind me for the branding. You'll be walking down the street and you'll whack out your phone. Do you ever get over that fear of people watching you? Because I know a lot of people listening to this, that will be a big stumbling block for people. I did at first, but, mate, I just did so much now. I just don't care. Don't you? you? Know? The truth is, I just don't care. Like... I know why I'm doing it, right? The truth is you're doing it to grow the business, to get your name out there, to get more organic leads. Mm -hmm. And it's working. So if someone doesn't like my video, that's fine. But that also means that they're not my ideal client, most likely as well. Like the truth is right now, mate, like I am actually attracting my ideal client. And what I mean by that is like someone like myself, similar age, like I don't really have anyone older than, so I'm 30. I think I'm 35. I'm pretty sure I'm 35. <laughs> I have, I don't really get clients, mate, older than myself. Right. Okay. So you're, or, you're that ideal client. Yeah. Just like I'm growing with my clients. It's not like I'm like, I do get older clients, but the main bulk of them, mate, like all young social medias, like mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook people. Obviously, I post in local groups as well on a regular basis, which helps. But I don't like the truth is, like, I was saying this to my dad, right? There's, a, there's other brokers. Like my dad would never choose me as a broker because of my content, because I don't wear a suit, because I don't wear a tie, but that's fine. He's not my ideal client, you know? But someone who's like similar like myself, maybe a self-employed young entrepreneur or someone who's just a standard, you know, employed, most likely if they're like 30, 35, will probably relate to me because when they come to me, I'll be like, look, follow me on Insta, check out this on Facebook, blah, blah, blah. And then once I get him in on my Insta, it's just like, because I'm so consistent in posting, can't really get away. Do you know what I mean? They're probably like, oh my God, there's this guy again, the mortgage broker, the mortgage broker. Do you know what I mean? So before we get into the type of content that you create, and I want to also talk to you about how you drive people to your social channels, how, what percentage of leads come through social media for you so the listeners can get an idea? That's a, God knows. Um, I just know a lot. Would you say more than 50%? Oh, yeah, yeah, mate, more than 50%. So I'm, I'm fortunate enough, so I've been doing it since 2013, right? And I only started social media in two, like July 2020, I'm pretty sure that's when I set up my own AR. Mm-hmm. I've been always just built on referrals since then. So okay, fortunately, yeah. I've got the client back there. So what's happening is I'm generating new leads from social media, which is working, but also in a nutshell as well all my existing clients are following me on Insta. So they're not forgetting I'm their broker. Even like, for example, it's a five-year fix. I do try to contact my clients on a yearly basis, but they just can't get away from me. So if anyone says, do you want a broker? They're like, oh yeah, yeah, look at my guy. He's on Insta. And then you scroll through my page and I've just got every question basically answered. Or like, if you have a meeting with me, I'm like, have you checked out this video? Check out, check out this video. So indirectly, I'm sending them links to my Insta then they start following me. And then once they start following me, they're sort of funneled in, if that makes sense. And then they start trusting me and things like that. Can we get a grasp of that kind of process then? Because a lot of people listening to this will want to know this. So 
I get in touch with you and I might find you on Google or something. Can I, I phone you and I say, look, I'm, I'm maybe interested in a mortgage. What, what happens at that? How do you introduce me to your socials? So like at the meeting, it'll be like in terms of, it won't be at the initial meeting. So when you've booked in, mm-hmm. basically there's always a, mate, there's always a question that someone asks, right? Even if they're like a first time buyer or whatever it is, I'm like, look, everything we've discussed today is fine, but have a look at this seven steps to get mortgage ready with, uh, in less than 10 minutes or have a look at these contractor videos that I've done or have a look at, you know, um, this series of videos that I've done. Because I basically, all the videos I do, I don't find it hard to create content because these are just questions I've been asked on a daily basis. Yeah. So I'm just telling people what I speak about. So like on my stories, like today was, typically you need to be 20% shareholder and above to be, um, and you'll be classed as self-employed because most, a lot of people go, oh, I'm a director of a limited company, but I'm employed, right? Someone just asked me that question yesterday. It's not like I've had to sit down and think about it. All I do is they ask me that question. I'm like, write down on my phone, bang, story done tomorrow, you know, on Insta. You create that. And what you do cleverly is you, if somebody came to you and said, right, I've recorded a video and I'm going to upload it to my Facebook and they've only used it once, what would you say? I'll say you're doing yourself a disjustice because you should be getting it out on all platforms. So example, mate, today is the truth is LinkedIn is not a good platform for me, right? In terms of lead generation, I get very limited leads on there. And I know loads of brokers that are great on it. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work for me. But what I'm noticing is my content is actually being seen by people, maybe in, in my industry as professional peers, but also certain people, um, you know, clients. Because what happens is, because of my social media links are everywhere, right? People see me on LinkedIn, but then they may click on my Insta and I get them through there. So sometimes people are like, I saw your video on LinkedIn, but then I went to look at your Insta and I followed you from Insta. Or like, for example, there was a podcast I listened to before this with Ash, Dave Corbett, right? Yeah. Honestly, like, I've, we've never crossed paths. I've never heard of him. But he knows and, who you are. Yeah, and I was like, like overwhelmed. I was like, like, I was telling my cousin, I was like, you know what, it's so nice when someone just says that they've seen your video mm-hmm. when you've never even met. It was quite, it's a nice feeling to get, do you know what I mean? It's, so yeah, it was good. The good thing is what people have got to realize is these videos, people might not like them. You, Dave Corby might never have liked or commented on one of your videos, yeah. but yet he knows who you are. And that just exactly. proves people don't have to interact with your post to know who you are or take that information in. Because for so many years, we've been hung up on likes and comments and how many followers we've got and all that kind of thing. But actually, it's how many people are seeing that post and who is seeing that post. Because you could have 100 of your dad seeing that post, load of rubbish. You could yeah. have two people that are your ideal clients that see that post. And that's two right. people right away. Yeah, 100%. Mate. It's all about the ideal client. That's the truth. Like, the, as I said, the, the engagement, I don't get, I think I do get likes, right? But I'm not like, I'm not going to say yeah, I get thousands of likes, right? Because I don't. Yeah. But I get engagement in my DMs a lot. So like, I will say, honestly, right now in the Instagram, every day I'm getting a new lead, like a new lead. One a day at least off Instagram. Facebook probably, in the last week, I've probably had one a day on there as well. But I would say Facebook, maybe like one or two. Um, like, no, one every other day. But that's still a lot of leads if you like look yeah, at it. Massive, yeah. Like five new leads a day, but a week, right? Or just on Insta. And then you've got your Facebook as well. And it's the groups as well. So like what I do is when I comment, um, put posts up in groups, right? Because some groups like longer form content, 
Yeah. So I don't know if you've seen like keep on reading what made me react like this. So I do like different type of posts from like, you know, yeah, do talk, this. Us, talk us through those because I've seen them, but a lot of the listeners might not have come across them. So it's a bit different from my like usual videos, right? But I was like, what can grab attention and what's funny and what would people read? Like, what would I read if I saw something, right? Because the truth is, if I saw a long post and someone writes, like, especially on LinkedIn, mate, I don't read it yeah. all the time. But I was like, what could make me want to read the post, right? I was like, all right, let me just do, like, things about keep on reading what made me react like this. Because at first I was seeing loads of, like, informative content. But then you've got to make it a bit more fun as well at the same time. Yeah. Because a lot of these groups, what I realise is a lot of the group people, the Facebook group, they love longer form content, mm. right? If you've just got a video, a lot of them may just scroll through it because Insta is different to the Facebook groups. Mm. But then what I do at the end of them is I'll go follow for more daily mortgage tips and I bang out my Insta link and my YouTube link. And what happens is once I post it into that Facebook group, I find them to my Insta and like in a day I might get like five, six, you know, depending but you get more followers and then it's like you've got them in again. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, what, what you do is you're always thinking of how to funnel people back to another channel. So if you get them on Facebook, funnel them to Instagram. If you get them on LinkedIn, funnel them to Facebook or Instagram. You never go back to LinkedIn because that's not your platform, you win yeah. at. But what I found interesting with that content, you hit the nail on the head. You give an informative content in the actual body of the post, but the photos are a bit of a joke. It's yeah. kind of like there might be a photo of Anish with his hands in his head, kind of yeah. what made me react like this or your arms up in the air. And it's something that you might think, why is a mortgage broker doing that? And it's all about interrupting people's feeds. That's what you're trying to do all the time. Yeah, yeah. Just capture so, attention, basically. So when you've created a video on TikTok, explain to people where you then go and post it because you can turn it into reels. You could do it elsewhere. So I sort of, my process, I sort of, stumbled across it if that makes sense right so i thought let me just post everywhere like, i don't do one different video so literally my process tiktok because then the, my blue caption you've probably seen on a lot of my videos comes from there yeah. that saves on my phone then i share that to insta and to it i don't actually do anything different for the reels i just upload it again to the yeah. reels and then my insta is linked to my facebook so then that goes on my business page and then i from my business page, I share it to my personal page, and then from the personal page, I share it to the group. So, like that, like to me, so that is gold dust. And if any mortgage brokers listen to that, they should listen to like the way I've come up with that because that took me ages to basically figure yeah. out having the process. But now, like honestly, I post. So, if I go TikTok to Instagram, to Instagram Reels, to Facebook, to personal page to Facebook, to Facebook groups. Then there's like another community group called Nextdoor. I don't know if anyone's ever heard yeah, of that. Yeah. I've got like 600 members in there. Um, and then I've got my YouTube channel, which is growing at a good rate as well. I can literally post on all five platforms within, I would say, 12 minutes. Wow. This is the kind of thing, if you really want to win on social, you see Anish then has talked about 12 minutes. You've timed that process. You've worked out the best way to do it. I, After seeing your videos on TikTok, I do that now. TikTok yeah. to Instagram Reels, Instagram Reels, post it onto Facebook as a video. Do you do an Instagram Reel and an Instagram video? No, it's just one, one video, mate. That's right. It. Okay. And then you post it through to your Facebook page and then into Facebook groups. So all you've done is taken 30 seconds to record one video, but you've got five different pieces of content there to be pushed out. Yep. 
that's the key. That's saving your time, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent, mate. And also, you can use like the written things. You know, like because I always basically my videos in the text is what I'm actually saying. Yeah. But a lot of people probably may not even know that. But then what I do is sometimes like if you need content, you can just repurpose the written content on your Instagram stories, for example. You know. So the other day I asked a question like, "Can your mortgage?" I think it was, "Can your mortgage get declined once it's been offered?" Mm-hmm. And then I put a poll out. You know, and then I just said the answer after. So like I do all because in the weekends, the truth is I can't be bothered to make a video. The reason being is my daughter's with me. I need to relax with her instead of just be on work, work, work mode. But I can create quick content like that, of repurposing content and create engagement, which is what which works as well at the same time. Because don't forget, people in the weekends are actually more active on Instagram, yeah, and Facebook because they've got more time. So I need to do something. Something different. No, mate, I think that's key. If you take away anything from this podcast is if you make one piece of content, don't just waste it on one platform. And yeah. yes, there are gurus out there that say you need to optimise different bits of content for social media, different for Instagram, different for Facebook, different for TikTok. Yes, you can do that, but how long is it going to take you? Get that content out there, get, get people to see your face. Then when you get that busy, okay, hire somebody to tweak exactly. it content but until you get to that point what what a lot of people try and do is master every platform i think yeah just do one video and get it out there that would be my my strategy behind it and that's exactly you've got it down to 12 minutes which is awesome yeah mate that's your post every day uh monday to friday and if my daughter is like not with me on the saturday for example like if my missus takes her to like a class or something like that then potentially i'll maybe do one on saturday but i would say five days a week monday to friday and then the weekends is all about just repurposing content and just it's more the instagram stories because that's where my main following is so just making sure that even though i might not post a video they can still see my stories and then i get dms or like and the weekend's nice as well mate like when i was watching the khan brook fight this weekend i mean i took a picture of it and the amount of people who like DMing me, come on, Khan, come on, Brooke. You know, like just random. It doesn't have to be mortgage related, but it's engagement. And that's that's the thing. You get the engagement now on a Saturday. And what Instagram will do is when you next put your business post out on Monday, it's much more likely to appear in those people's feeds because yeah, you yeah, have yeah. interaction with them. So I think you're just smashing it on social, mate. And that, and that takes us perfectly into the strategy question because I'm probably going to know the answers to this one. Yeah, but yeah. If you were to, well, pretend that you're going to the north of Scotland, you've got a laptop, a mobile phone, and an internet connection. I think I know what you're going to do, but what would be the first thing that you did as soon as you landed? Take a video, mate. I'll take it on the plane. <laughs> Before you yeah. get there. <laughs> mate, I've taken videos everywhere. I've taken videos when I've gone to the Spurs game. I've taken videos everywhere, mate. Like, I just doesn't i'll tell you i've been pepper pigland and i've taken a video there mate you know what i mean it's not i do it everywhere Everyone's and the reason is sometimes i do it at pepper pigland is because then people know like he's just a dad you know like gone to pepper pig world with his daughter like it's just pe- okay. people so look into things like that do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah but i don't want to be like i can't take it there i just do it because i'm there like yeah. it's just relatable right like in terms of like if anyone's got kids like oh yeah I went there, he must have like had a nightmare there. Do you know what I mean? And I suppose that could spark a conversation, couldn't it? And when, when they're sat in front of you on the phone, how do you enjoy Pepper Big World? It's it's a way yeah. in, isn't it? It's a way to be personal. Mate, the amount of people that say to me that know I'm a Spurs fan who book in a call with me yeah. is just like mind-boggling because I give them bits of my life, but mainly like mortgage stuff as well at the same time. But they yeah. all know I'm a Spurs fan. 
So the, the first thing is they slate me straight away. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Not last week, mate. Not last week. Yeah, I know. Not last week, but still, the majority of the time. It's funny because I, I always talk about tea. I'm always putting Yorkshire tea on my store. Yeah, yeah. I went to an awards night the other night and one of the blokes was like, love what you do with the tea. I'm like, I talk about social media loads, but the one thing they remember is the tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're never going to come to me and talk about social media straight off. They're similar to you. They're not going to come to you straight away and talk mortgages. They'll soften it with a bit of personal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to find that common ground yep. before it's about sell, sell. You know, like end of the day, it is all about the service and what you're providing, right? But no one's ever going to buy your service overnight like think about it, like when i basically joined my um, pt who's an online coach i followed him for ages or even like ash to be honest you know ash is a perfect example i followed him for ages yeah and i was like this guy kept popping up on my feet and i was like i like his content i like the way he acts he used to be an ex-mortgage broker so he potentially will understand how to push content out there yeah and the thing is he wasn't like, trust me, Ash is not a posh guy, right? Even though I think he's from Cambridge, yeah, he's not a posh guy. And that was the main thing. I was like, this guy is just like, speaks the way I speak. Okay. And I, I liked it, like, yeah, tattoos, whatever it is. I was like, this is the guy that's going to help me take my business to the next level because he speaks like me. And then, like, he's as mad as me. Yeah. Well, I'm as, as mad as him, to be honest, because you ask Ash, yeah, like, I, I get all my, like, creative ideas when i'm in the shower mate which is like quite strange you know? <laughs> it's normal and you can get whiteboards yeah now. I've seen them. I, I might need something mate because i'm I'm in the shower either i'm singing or i'm like one minute i can do this oh one minute i could do this and then i'm like i need to get my phone so i get my phone i'm like ash blah, 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 like this like i send him a voice note and just so i don't forget as well and then he's like messaging me back and then you know but it's nice because the energy that he gives me is great but yeah. like the main thing what i say to people is like Ash has helped me massively, and I'm not saying he hasn't, but you still have to put the work in yourself. Like, you just can't yeah. guide you. Like, you are the guy that is meant to do the work at the same time. But I've spoken to a few people about this. It's, it's similar to what we do. We create social media content for people, but we can't sit there and respond to your clients. We can't message yeah. you because, it, yes, we can do the physical motion of it, but we can't respond in a way that you would, the way that you would speak. And that's why... You see a lot of footballers do it where they have people manage their accounts. Yeah, and you know, you know it's managed. Yeah, well. you know, I think there was something about Bruno Fernandes had a photo uploaded on one of Chelsea's players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, you need to have some, well, you need to have the majority of the control over your social accounts because you need to sell you, don't you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like if, if you like, for example, like social brokers, yeah, it's your face in reality that yeah. everyone's yeah. buying into. And it's just like a niche mortgage is like, it's my face, right? I didn't realise you had a niche mortgages. I just knew it was your niche Patel. That was it. <laughs> that's how strong your personal brand is. Well, I've, mate, that's really nice of me to say. I've never even thought about it that way to me. It's like, I honestly think I'm still at the starting, like, of where I want to take so it. exciting. To. Yeah, mate, I'm excited now. Because the thing is, it's like I say to Ash all the time, like, at first, the truth is, I just wanted to earn a shitload of money, right? And yeah, that's the that truth. Yeah, and the thing is, like now it's not even about income. Now I've got visions of my brand, how I want it to sit in the mortgage industry. And the truth is, like how I want it to be like one of the best mortgage brokerages in the like mortgage industry, right? And be an online brand. And I'm just trying to get there. Like we've got loads of things that I do, and I'm always planning the next step ahead. Because the truth is, like what I'm doing now, there's other people doing it now. 
like the raw edited videos. Um, not saying they're copying me, but there's other people doing it. But I was the first in that space to do it. That means I need to evolve and think about something new and think about something new. Because what's going to happen is people will see it and then they'll just do it because they think it's working. But what people don't understand is it is, mate, it's brutal, right? It's like another job, social media. It is, isn't it? You've got it. A lot of people think you can just put a post out there. Yeah drop the post and get loads of leads. It's no, you might've been able to do that kind of five, 10 years ago, but now it's all about, you need to be consistent. You need to be engaging with people. You need to be answering people's questions exactly as you are. Mate. 100% mate. 100%. Smashing it and I'm, I'm sure it'd be interesting to see what you do next, but also how you position it. Because if you want it to be this huge brokerage, does it need to move from your face? Do you need to sell the brand rather than your face? Yeah, do you know what? I was watching something. We're not watching. I like, I think it was Neil Patel. Yeah, yeah. SEO. Like, yeah, yeah. So I was listening to his podcast a while ago and he was like, the one mistake he made was calling the business like Neil Patel or whatever. Like, that's, that's yeah, Patel. because everyone wants him. So I don't know. Like, the truth is, I want it to be a big brokerage. And that's more the fact of like, I want an exit strategy as well. Yep, Personally, enough. right? Like in terms of like, I don't want to be. Ideally, man, I don't want to be in the business working as a broker for the rest of my life. I'd rather have like brokers there. Then when I go on holiday, the leads will come and you give it to them. And then I don't have to stress about doing a call and stuff like that, right? Yeah. That's the exit strategy. But you've got to have the right personnel. So right now, I know like my cousin, who is like my business manager, right? He's got his CMAP one, he's booking it and he's revising for it. The thing is, he's got no, he reminded me of myself, right? Like, I went to university, yes, I got a degree, yes. The truth is it means nothing in this industry. Uh, you just need to be good at your job. You can be crap at everything else, but as long as you're good as a mortgage broker, that's what matters. So look, when I, I was fortunate enough, I didn't have to go through like a recruitment drive. Mm-hmm. Right? I just called him, I said, look, I've got this opportunity for you. Do you want to come work with me? And I can help you become a mortgage broker, right? I was like, yeah, why not? And the truth is, He's the best thing that has ever happened to my business and my life, like in terms of, and he's got no, all the GCSEs, no university degree, nothing. But I tell you now, the job that he's doing, I can guarantee you there's people with university degrees wouldn't be able to do it to the level that he's doing it on. The pace, isn't it? It's the Mate, pace. it's so fast paced because he knows what I'm like. I just, I need stuff done, yeah, and he's just on it, you know? And I know people, like maybe people with university degrees might have a bit more of an ego, if that makes sense, you know? I'm not saying they would, but... Yeah. It's like, it's not, you have to start at the bottom. What I find is the best brokers, like I started at the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of these brokers, like I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but like knowledge bank, mortgage broker tools and all that. The truth is, mate, I have got nothing like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't use anything. I just use my brain. and I just know the criteria because that's all I've had all my life. And this is the way I'm training him up. And I think he, to me, he'll be a better broker than what I am. That's, that's what you want, isn't it? You want your team around you to be better than you. <laughs> 100%. Perfect way to sign it off, mate. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm sure people have got loads of loads of stuff from there. And rewind this, go and listen to it about it again. Listen to that, that content approach for 12 minutes, do one video and repost it everywhere. Don't waste one video on one platform. But Anish, thank you so much for coming on. As a thank you, I'd like to donate £10 to a charity of your choice. Which charity would you like to make it to? So this is... Uh... To me, I don't know, this is going to sound really bad, right? I don't really know too much about charities, but something that really hit home recently was there was a post on Instagram regarding a dad whose kid 
was bullied and he committed suicide. And it sounds really like bad, but his daughter saw it, the son saw it. No, not son, the son actually died, right? Yeah. And it just hit me at home. Like two minutes, I shed a few tears on it as well. It hit home because I was like, I've got a daughter. I would, the last thing I want is like anyone to be bullied at school and stuff like that. So it's called a Suicide Prevention Lifeline Charity. Okay. Um, Lifeline. It's a US charity, right? Yeah. But the work that the dad is doing is just remarkable. Like, I can't remember his name, but he's on Instagram, mate. And if you just look at the stuff that they're doing, mate, it's just like, it's just all for his son, Drake. You know, so it's yeah. mad. So it's good. Yeah, we'll make the donation to that. Very good call. Thank you, Thank you very much for coming on, mate. And we'll catch up with you soon. Thank you very much for having me on, mate. Cheers. Cheers, pal. Take care. Bye-bye. So thank you very much for listening. If you feel this podcast brought you any value at all, I'd be extremely grateful if you could leave me a review on the podcast, little five stars, and subscribe to keep you up to date with all future episodes. We can also connect on social, so you can get me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, all with the handle Social for Brokers. Look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you all.